Welcome to the Everyday Vacation Podcast. My name is MJ Gordon, minimalist entrepreneur and lifestyle coach, and I'll be sharing with you resources, people, and messages to help you create more balance and energy so you can live life on your terms. Thank you for being here with me today. Let's get the vacation vibes rolling. So the most common question that I get is, MJ, I have some form of chronic or adrenal fatigue. What do I do next? So the first thing that I like to say is to number one, get tested. If you haven't gotten tested or have confirmation of what's actually causing your fatigue, then you can't really know where to start. When your body is out of balance or it's unhappy with something, it's going to feel very similar to many other symptoms of other causes. This is why we get tested. The first test that I always recommend getting is a hormone panel. This is beyond the general blood test that you get from your general practitioner or your doctor. You need to see a hormone therapist or endocrinologist to get this hormone panel. The reason this is important is because what your GP sees is only on surface level a full hormone panel is going to take blood at a certain time during your cycle and certain times during the month with a full extensive detail of what's actually going on within your system and how those hormones interact with one another. Most of us have some sort of hormone imbalance or deficiency, so this is a great thing to get done annually or at least biannually in order to really keep up with maintaining that balance and having peak health. But the next thing I want you to go get tested is a full allergy panel. And this is beyond just the 20 or 25 some items. The full allergy panel has over a hundred items. It's got both food and environmental. It's not only gonna tell you what you're deathly allergic to or what you're not deathly allergic to, but it's also gonna tell you environmentally what you're sensitive to and also with your food. And this makes a huge difference because when I had amazing hormone panels, my blood looked great, my hormones looked great, and I was still feeling fatigued, I didn't realize that my environmental allergies were actually causing a lot of the mental fog and fatigue that I was experiencing. The way that my allergist put it was, your body is literally fighting something every second of the day. There's not a day that it's at rest. No wonder it's so exhausted. So by changing some external things environmentally and becoming aware of what foods I was sensitive to, I was able to have a lot more control in getting myself to that next level of clarity and energy. The next important test to get is GI mapping or gut mapping. So I have on my notes here that the GI map was designed to detect microbes that may be disturbing normal microbial balance or contributing to illness, as well as indicators of digestion, absorption, inflammation, and immune function. You hear it a lot if you're in the health world that your gut is your health. What your immune system does is directly related to the health of your gut. And this is why GI mapping is so important. The beautiful thing is you can actually do the GI test from your home. I found a resource that I'm going to be trying this year, but I haven't tried them for myself. So I don't know what to say yet. And it's totally unsponsored, but I'll stick the link in the video description or show notes in case that's something you wanna try. If you've tried this service, let us know what you think. Um, But this is something that I was interested in so I wouldn't have to schedule a long awaited appointment with a gastroenterologist. 
Another test that somebody brought up that I thought was completely viable was getting heavy metals tested, or at least doing a simple heavy metals cleanse. When you have a high level of heavy metals in your body, you're going to feel that toxicity take over. It's gonna feel fatiguing, and your body's not gonna function normally. So it's important to do these tests. They're non-invasive and something that you should do on the regularly. If you think about it, most of us get our car checked and tested more frequently than we do with our own bodies. And this is the only vehicle we have. We can replace a car and buy a new one anytime. It can get repaired much easier than we can our physical system. So it's so important to stay on top of these things first and foremost. Now, regardless of whether you have chronic or adrenal fatigue or something else that's causing imbalance or disturbance to your physical system, there are a couple key things that you can do to help promote more energy, less stress, and reduce that overwhelm and fatigue you might be feeling. Also taking the time to think about your lifestyle balance will help pave the way for better healing and recovery, regardless of what it is that you're experiencing. So the first key thing that you can do is to take inventory of your life. Where do you spend the most time? What causes you the most stress? Are these things really necessary? If you've heard of the priority matrix, it's a four quadrant chart. You have at the top urgent, not urgent, valuable or stress oriented. And basically what you're taking is all the things that are stressful causing and eliminating them off your plate as much as possible. The things that are urgent and valuable, you wanna do those right away. The things that are urgent and stressful, you wanna see how you can remove that stress or diminish that stress either by delegating or by finding a different way creatively. Like a really simple example I have is if the thing that is urgent is something needs fixed on my house, but it's really stressful for me to try to go and fix it myself, then maybe I schedule somebody to come and do it for me. For the things that are non-urgent and valuable, you really wanna consider if those things are intended to be in your life. Is the space and time and energy it's occupying worth keeping, at least for now, at the very least consider, at this moment in your path to recovery and trying to improve your time, energy, and space around you, is this important to have in your life right now? And for all things that are non-urgent and creating stress, just eliminate it. You don't even think twice about it. You don't even have to validate it or get somebody to tell you that you should do that. I'm telling you, eliminate it right now. I like using this same matrix on taking action. It's what's important versus non-important. You can swap this instead of urgent versus non-urgent. And I like this a lot more because a lot of times urgency doesn't necessarily facilitate the fact that it's important. If it is important, it means it's a priority, it's a need. Just because it's urgent and it barks the loudest doesn't mean it should have any attention at all. So you really wanna highlight if you're thinking 80-20 rule, the 20% that is the most important, that adds the most value to your life. And you wanna double down on those things. Now, how does this relate to your energy and your physical well-being? Well, it's huge because mindset-wise, what chemicals your mind produces based on the level of stress that you're experiencing day in, day out, your thought patterns, behaviors, the things that are overloading your brain is going to have a physiological effect in your body. If you can unload as much of that as possible, it is the quickest, most tangible way to relieve yourself of stress and gain more energy. The next key thing you can do is implement a lifestyle that helps support healing and restoration. Let's recap the dress lifestyle. This was a lifestyle acronym that somebody gave to me and it was super helpful. And if you want to get in depth, you can check out a playlist that I have on YouTube catered all to a lifestyle for healing. But the dress lifestyle is D for diet. If you have a supportive nutritious diet, that's gonna reduce the amount of stress and improve the amount of optimization that your physical body can have, the fuel, the energy, the nutrients that it needs. 
R stands for rest, which is different than sleep. And a lot of people get the two mixed together, but resting is your state of mind in a conscious place. So are you stressing, are you in fight or flight, or are you able to relax, get present, be mindful, and tap into restoration mode? E stands for exercise. Now, for a lot of you who are chronically fatigued, you might think there's no way I can exercise or every time you do, you crash and burn. This is completely normal, but what it basically just means is to get up and move your body. It could mean just sitting on your yoga mat and breathing deeply, which is something I had to do at the beginning stages of recovering from chronic fatigue or getting out for a nice short walk or walking five minutes into your yard and sitting down getting some fresh air. Whatever it takes is this intentionality to move the body, continue to show up, get that blood flowing, get the breath going, and soon enough you'll be able to work into higher levels of exercise. The first S stands for sleep, and this is because quality sleep is super important. And I talk about this extensively, extensively. Everywhere you find me, I will talk about extensively how important sleep is. And it's not because sleep is necessarily the most important thing that we need to focus on, but it is often one of the most neglected things that we don't focus on, and we need this. It is not optional. Part of it's not optional. It's not like you can show up to the class halfway and get 100% on the test. You need to get the proper amount of sleep and quality sleep. Last but not least, is stress management. How do you manage your stress? How do you show up? How do you move through it? How do you recover from it? Having these five things in mind, diet, rest, exercise, sleep, and stress management is going to help create a supportive lifestyle that'll help you recover and heal in the most efficient way possible. I know a lot of this sounds easier said than done, but if you just start with one step at a time and don't overwhelm yourself, maybe start with the priority matrix that we talked about because that's gonna help unload a lot of the stress. Every incremental step that you take to improve your general health and overall experience and well-being is just gonna give you more energy and more resources to be able to move forward and improve more. So I take the time to implement one, two, or a few things as much as you can without imposing more stress on yourself. And then after a month, you reassess. You go through all the things again in your priority matrix, in the dress lifestyle, and say, how can I improve or just move this one step closer so that I can get bigger and better results? Put your lifestyle for healing. Put your dress lifestyle for healing through that priority matrix. See what things are actually adding value, see what things can improve, and get as brutally honest and as critical as you can. At this point, there's no time for shame, guilt, imposter syndrome, or feeling bad about where you're at because that's just gonna take more excess energy and halt your progress. It's gonna stop you from being able to move forward. You can only do what's practical based on what you have and what you know now. So identifying the things that are actually making a difference, double down on those. And as you continue to progress and improve, always take inventory so that you can assess what's actually working, what's working better, and you can continually improve. That leads me to the very last key thing that you can do, which is your ABCs. Always be curious. This is a lifelong journey and process. If you're at a place where you are physically deficient, then it means that you have not been paying attention to your health and you have not been tending to your physical garden, so to speak. You have not been to the mental, emotional well-being gym. While you might be exercising and doing yoga, you may not have been improving the knowledge of your self-awareness, the communication of you with your body, and a further, deeper understanding of what it takes to create total health outside of just what we're told, which is eat well, get rest, and exercise. Stagnated efforts 
equal stagnated results. And there's no such thing as a plateau. You're either progressing forward or moving backwards. So I call upon you and challenge you, and maybe I can be your accountability partner, to just step up and take the time every week, even if it's just 15 to 20 minutes a week, to learn something new about your health, to do something for yourself, to know yourself more, because all the infinite pieces of information and knowledge that's out there doesn't necessarily apply to you. You need to be able to collect that knowledge, understand it as a whole, how it all relates to each other, and whether or not it actually works for you and what best systems you can implement for yourself. What I do know is when you take the time to do these key things that we talked about today, you're only going to help yourself improve. So I hope that you take the time to do that. And if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, feel free to reach out as always. If you have any other ideas that you wanna share with the community of how they can help themselves progress to more energy, less fatigue, less physical stress, and more well-being, then we're all ears. Please share. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited that you are here and I am honored to be a part of this journey. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.